Hey, hey, welcome back to Cultivating Our Space. I'm your host, Dr. Tasha, creative problem solver. Today's episode, we'll be talking about going with the flow. How do you respond when life throws a curveball and your plans get out of whack? One of my favorite shows is back on. And I know I have a lot of favorite shows, but Top Chef is one of my favorite competition shows. It inspires me to want to cook more. Unfortunately, it doesn't actually motivate me to want to cook more. And that's another story for another day. But if you haven't seen Top Chef, it's a cooking competition show with chefs from around the country battling for the title of Top Chef. There's, of course, a cash prize at the end. But each week... They go through a series of a quick fire challenge and then an elimination challenge. So the quick fire challenge is usually um, something that they prepare within 30 minutes or so with some sort of special ingredient or ingredients that are right there in the kitchen. And then the actual elimination challenge um, can be a couple hours or even span over like two days where the first half of the day might be uh, prep and then the next day will actually be service. Quick fires are a little bit more straightforward whereas um, the elimination challenge they have a little bit more freedom a little bit more uh, opportunities for creativity and they go to Whole Foods to get the ingredients that they need for the elimination challenge. So the way it goes is they do their quick fire they get rated for that and then they get the assignment for their elimination challenge and they're given time to plan their menu. After they have their menu, they go to Whole Foods. Um, I would say probably 95% of the time it's Whole Foods and they get the ingredients that they need. Side note, I actually want them to do a Trader Joe's elimination challenge. Just gonna put that out there. Um, And another side note, if anyone within the Top Chef world happens to hear this, I need them to come to Philly and do Restaurant Wars because I want to be able to be a patron during Restaurant Wars. Speaking that into existence so that maybe one day it will happen. All right, so now back to the actual podcast. Um, So their trip to Whole Foods sometimes proves to be the first curveball for some. And it's usually around meat and or seafood. So for example, someone may want to do a chicken breast Uh, item recipe and Whole Foods may not have enough so they have to either think of an alternative whether it's mixing chicken breast with thighs or picking a different protein altogether or they could get to the seafood counter and a chef is already there and they're taking all the salmon so now there's no salmon left again they need to decide what to do, what's their plan B. And sometimes the really good ones have a plan B stashed in the back of their head. They don't freak out and you see them just kind of go with the flow and keep it moving. Other times you can see that they were so invested in that one item that they start to have a little bit of a mini meltdown. They were banking on, you know, getting all the chicken breast and they can't quite get out of their head to pivot to figure out another option. You definitely do see a change in behavior 
with someone who didn't plan for plan B versus someone who did. Now, the second curveball can sometimes happen when they get back to the kitchen. And at this point, anything could happen. Sometimes they forget an ingredient or they get the wrong ingredient or something happens in the prep process and now they're out of ingredients. And even in a competition show, sometimes there are nice people who will help them in some way, whether they themselves have extra and are willing to give something up or they realize that they want to do something different with their recipe. So after they actually get in the kitchen, they start making their food, they prepare their food, they plate it, and they present it to the judges to be judged. And it's always interesting to see that sometimes the person who had a plan B secretly stashed is the one who ends up doing fine. Sometimes they even end up winning the challenge. And the one who freaked out usually end up either safe or at the bottom. Every once in a while, like once in a rare blue moon, does the person that freak out actually win. Um, But the point is, when things don't quite go your way, but you keep your cool, positive things can happen, like remaining in the competition. When you freak out and let that get to you, it can continue to get to you and could lead to a downward spiral. And even if you're not eliminated this episode, you may get eliminated in the next episode because a lot of times that still sticks with them. I used to be that person where I had a plan in my head and I was so set in that plan. And when it didn't go accordingly, I would freak out. I would get more tense, definitely get more short and more snippy. Uh, But through the years, I've learned that as best as I may try, not everything can or will go according to plan. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's actually better that things didn't quite go according to plan. I I can't plan for plan B for everything or else I wouldn't be able to live life. But I can change my mindset of how I deal with things that don't quite go the way I intended. Instead of panicking and go t- going to a worst case scenario, I can take a deep breath and just go with the flow. Sometimes I do put so much on myself that it's almost inevitable that something will not go according to plan. And that happened to me recently. I planned to do an audio and a video in the same week. I recorded them both over the weekend and was ready to release the audio on time. I told myself I would edit the video during the week and have it up by the following weekend. Unfortunately, work took over. I had a couple evening events and then just preparing for presentations and all other things. I wasn't able to edit the video during the week. I wasn't able to get to it until the weekend. So instead of stressing out that I couldn't release the video when I intended, I decided to push it back to release it a week later. I was okay with it because I needed the time. I needed to be able to fulfill other obligations, but also not burn myself out trying to meet a deadline. This podcast is all about life lessons, and this was surely one for me. I was okay with the decision. Old me would have felt guilty and then went somewhere to run and hide and never return. But more mature adult me 
decided to just go with the flow. Next time I know not to try to release an audio and a video in the same week. If reunion shows can have two to three parts, so can my shows. Because guess what? Who gonna check me, boo? How easy is it for you to let go and go with the flow? When things don't go your way, do you stress out or take a deep breath and keep it moving? It's easy to have feelings of guilt, like you let yourself down or you let others down. But did you really let anyone down, especially if you tried? I know I get in my head a lot about what others think. And half the time, not even half the time, I would say most of the time, they may not have even noticed that it wasn't met. Or they have empathy and they're like, oh, it's fine. That has helped me worry less, get out of my head, and do what works for me. In the case of me trying to do too much in one week, I didn't really have time to stress. My body was sending me signals at the end of each day that I needed to take a break. I didn't know how I was going to edit a video and then work on a script to record a new audio that weekend. I had a quick moment of panic, but then I realized I was the one in control. So I relaxed and thought about my options. Not enough chicken breast? No problem. I'll make a two-part dish with chicken and fish. Or in my case, I made a two-part episode, week one audio, week two video. I may have actually come up with a way to do more visual episodes in the future as well. As Top Chef has shown, cooler heads prevail. The power to persist is everything. On Top Chef, once things start to go wrong, there have been chefs who worry about not getting anything on the plate but then realize something is better than nothing. Safe is better than gone. I was close to throwing everything out. Well, not that close, but it was definitely a thought that crept into my head. I've only been at this podcast game for about two months now. My audience is still small, like probably still single digits. So no one would probably miss me, but I know that I would miss it. And I didn't want to just stop because one small hiccup that may not have even been noticed happened. Nothing worth having comes easy. Our journeys are never one straight path. There are high points and low points and rough spots that we have to navigate. I look at my own experience as still being new and figuring out a system. I'm still in the trial and error phase And I tried to release two episodes in one week where I should have just made a two-part and released them in two separate weeks. Lesson learned. Go with the flow. Cooler heads always prevail. And it'll all work out in the end. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Cultivating Our Space. I want to hear from you. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Cultivating Our Space and visit my website at cultivatingourspace.com. Until next time, be the best.